Hello, hello. Welcome to Yay for Growth. I'm your host, Savannah Zipak, and this is a podcast where we have really deep conversations. So get comfortable, take a deep breath, check in with yourself, and let's get started. Hello, my dear friends. It has been a hot second. Oh, God, more like two weeks, right? I am so happy to be back recording and, you know, giving myself that time away really made me have trust in the process. You know, I kind of knew that I needed a break because I wasn't feeling creatively inspired. Um, I wasn't feeling like motivated. I don't know if that's the right word. Maybe. I mean, after literally ever since like the Mars retrograde in Aries, like literally it was that day, like September 9th, like ever since then I was just having a lot of trouble, I think, feeling creatively inspired. But I gave myself the rest I needed. I listened to myself. I was also very mentally exhausted. Um, I was kind of going through a tough time mainly because my job was doing construction. So we weren't allowed to be in the lab. We had to work from home. And for those that don't know, I am a chemist. So my job is completely lab work. There's only so much I can do from home. And so when I have to stay home and I can't be in the lab and be connecting with my job and my projects, I get very stir crazy. I get very uptight. I get very irritable. I get very, it's just not a good time because I'm somebody who I don't, I've had trouble breaking the self-limiting belief of defining myself with my work. I'm trying to no longer do that. But in the same token, it is something I, I value a lot and it's something that is you know, an outlet for the intellectual part of me, the creative part of me, the um, hustle kind of part of me. Like, it's just, an, it's something <laughs> that I love. It's my career, you know what I mean? I value it. And so when I can't be connecting with it, um, it's very hard. So I think having that week off, while it was nice to have some time off, it was just hard to feel connected. Um, and, you know, it's like this weird relationship when I between like my work and my creativity so it's like I don't know when I'm like really connected with my job and like I'm in the lab and I'm doing stuff every day um for some reason it just it sparks a lot of my career like I'll come home and I'm like I can't wait to work on the podcast I can't wait to make posts it's like everything kind of feeds off of each other and bounces off of each other that's why it's good to never you know try and have a balanced life and not focus in just like one area of your life because you don't know where other things are going to inspire and motivate other things you know what I mean so that's kind of how work is for me with like my side projects I guess it's like if I feel like I'm not getting that intellectual outlet then it doesn't fuel a lot of my ideas and things like that so long story short I had like a really rough week um it was nice to have time off though I did go to New Jersey and spend some time with my family and um it was a great time and I made sure that I went hiking and I disconnected I didn't go on social media for a bit and then I just kind of like you know I gave myself what I needed and then that really has allowed me to you know come into this week feeling a lot more energized a lot more creatively inspired, especially yesterday. And yesterday was the autumn equinox, or I mean, two days ago now was the autumn equinox. So I 
definitely like as a spiritual um, person who uses astrology a lot, um, believes in astrology, all of that stuff, I use it as a tool and knowing that the autumn equinox occurred and that's pretty much, you know, a huge motivator for, um, you know, shifting parts of your life and um, labor season has started and this is a time where we are uh, supposed to be kinder to ourselves, you know, a, a time where we are supposed to not have so much trouble letting ourselves rest when we need rest and I do think that that had something to do with a lot of like you know the way that I've handled everything the past week I just kind of seemed like a no-brainer normally I struggle to let myself rest and just be and just like take time and like disconnect like I struggle to come to that conclusion I don't really come to it until I feel the effects of it but this time I was able to start recognizing it just easily be like oh okay dude I need rest like that's it I need to like disconnect from stuff I need rest and then I gave it to myself and I was pretty much good to go so um yeah I think labor season is definitely pretty powerful right now I got some Duncan on my way home because I got out of lab early and I was just like so proud of myself for not spending money all week so I was just like yeah I'm going to get a coffee a pumpkin decaf iced coffee because I am a basic bitch (laughs) I just I got it with oat milk too the fact that Duncan started carrying oat milk literally has changed my life and I love the oat milk so much more than regular creamer creamer so another fun fact about me I just like share too much about myself I swear to god but like I it's I have a podcast okay so an interesting thing about me is that I'm very sensitive to dairy so I I'm trying to slowly cut it out like permanently and I'm actually doing pretty well um I've just been letting myself like make it a slow transition and like really like you know just find what works and ebb and flow with it and oat milk at Duncan has been a huge part of it Duncan (laughs) at Duncan sponsor me please because the thing is it's still super affordable like my coffee is still under three dollars you know what I mean? For like a big ass coffee. Like it's still so affordable. And then I go to Starbucks and I get like a medium whatever with soy or almond. And then like it's like five, six dollars. And I'm like, I cannot do this. And they're smaller sizes. I'm just like, what am I doing? And especially when you get iced coffee, like the ice takes up all the room in the cup. <laughs> so you're like, I don't want to just pay for like ice and then some coffee you know and I feel like when I go it's not that I have anything against Starbucks I do love it I like to treat myself to it but that's the thing is it's just expensive to have like weekly but the fact that Dunkin has almost now is like I can have my Dunkin weekly still have non-dairy and it's like a great time so I think that's that's about everything I mean without further ado I think we should get into the podcast it always takes me about seven minutes to get into it so here we are Um, today we are going to talk about friendships and growth. I know you probably just went like, oof, (laughs) like, like that's how I feel. Um, when I decided to write up like my little notes for this and I decided that that was the topic I wanted to talk about friendships and growth. So basically what we're going to get into is, you know, when friendships do not withstand your growth, when you're on your healing journey, right? how your friendships go. So when friendships do not withstand that growth, when friendships do, 
gaining new friendships during your healing journey. And, you know, personally, this has been a huge concept for me over the past one to two years that I have had to learn a lot about. Um, I've really had to be patient with myself um, and not be so hard on myself about. This was especially present in my life after I graduated from college um, because that's around the time when a lot of my growth and healing work started to happen. That's when I started therapy. That's when I moved, et cetera, et cetera. Like, pretty much after I graduated, like, everything changed. And then we had a pandemic, so there's that too. (laughs) It's like, that should be another bullet point in my list. When friendships do not survive the pandemic. (laughs) So then, like, in the future, if we have another pandemic, we know what to do. Um, Listen to my podcast (laughs) at me. So anyways, yeah, friendships, dude, and growth. It can be one of the hardest things. Um, It can be hard, I think, not to internalize the way that other people are but I know for myself I was somebody who grew up um, that was taught to treat everybody equally so I don't treat you know any one of my friends better than the other I believed in equal friendships I you know did but I I also didn't understand that friendships could be fluid And so this is where things get tricky, right? Because it's like, I don't think that friendship should have a ranking system per se. I don't think so. I just think that friendships and relationships in general, it should be a fluid exchange and an even exchange. Like the energy you give is the energy I give and vice versa. But sometimes it's not. And sometimes it changes out of nowhere. Um, with life circumstance. So sometimes a relationship or a friendship can be super equal, super even and balanced, whatever. I just said equal in like three different ways. (laughs) But then something happened. Like for example, I moved to Connecticut. Can I tell you, I know we've had a pandemic, but honestly guys, if I'm being honest, how many people have made effort to come see me since I moved here before the pandemic? And then even now, after, like, quarantine's not so heightened and, like, you know, I have friends who clearly are comfortable or I know people that were clearly comfortable and could come, but nobody's come to see me. And that's not to victimize myself, but it's just to say it was, like, an eye-opener to, like, really see, okay, who is going to actually make the effort to come see me and who isn't. (laughs) Like, everyone's like, oh, when when you move to Connecticut, I'm going to come see you, blah, blah, blah. And this isn't going to be an episode about me ranting about those things. Obviously, life circumstances do get in the way when people are in different states. Life is hard. But um, I can tell you right now, it shows you. It shows you who cares, who puts an effort. Like, you don't have to even physically see people to be there for them all the time. You know, I talk about my best friend Stacy all the time um, on this podcast. And the reason why she's my best friend, we haven't seen each other in probably five years. Almost five years, Yeah and she lives, you know, half a country away from me, but I still feel the most supported by her, the most loved by her, the most seen, the most heard by her every single day, and she's half a country away, and, you know, that's the friendship where it's like they don't have to be here, And the thing is, when you start, you know, life starts changing, circumstances start changing, it's normal to lose friendships. It is. 
Um, I think that we don't always have to, like, put a friendship or even a relationship in a box of what it should be and, you know, that it needs to stay something. I think people and our relationships with them are like seasons, you know, they're gonna serve their purpose, they're gonna come, and then they're gonna go, right? It's like they're gonna come, they're planting their seed, the leaves are growing, we're having a great time, and then fall comes, and it's like, okay, bye-bye, and then winter, and whatever, you know, like, each person, each relationship has their season in your life, and I think once you start, you know, it can be very easy to get bitter when friendships kind of start changing, while you grow and evolve and etc etc like it can be so easy to get bitter and be like well you know what like they like I literally could be like you know how many people could come see me but they choose not to and like I could just like go on a whole rant but then I asked myself I'm like Savannah did their friendship serve a purpose in your life like you know during the period that like you had them there and they were there and etc etc and I'm just like yeah yeah okay it served its purpose. It's not serving a purpose now. It isn't to say that you shouldn't have boundaries of like, you know, you shouldn't let people treat you like shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to have your boundaries of, you know, what you want your friendships to be. But it's okay to recognize when they're changing and then just like not be attached to the idea that they have to stay the same and just let them change and let them go. Let people go. Like literally the saying that says, um, what's it called? It's like, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it's yours forever or something. (laughs) I swear I'm not high, guys. I'm just, I'm chilling today. I'm chilling. Big chilling. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think it's important to just be able to let things go when it's time and to recognize when it's time And to be open to the idea that your friendships could be fluid. I mean, have you really ever asked yourself that? Like, have you said it needs to stay like this or it needs to stay like that? Um, Have you ever asked yourself, you know, what would it look like if this friendship changed and how can I be okay with that? Um, I think the weird thing with friendships is like when they do change, you don't always see it coming. It's usually always like some event or something that happens but at the same time you can have friendships that just like really slowly passively change over time and it's like you don't realize that you're you know no longer connecting until it's like those those little things come up it's like each time you see them it's just like little things here and there and you feel disconnected with them etc etc and it's like like long story short friendships are so fluid And I hope I'm not confusing you guys here. I made a little bit less of an outline for this one because I kind of just wanted it to flow and see where it took me. I only made like a couple notes in my list. It's like weird for some podcasts. I'll like write up a whole thing because I already have it in my head and I'm like, I got to type it out. Like I know exactly what I want to say the whole thing. That was like, um, yeah, I just burped. (laughs) That was like the last episode, the hour long one. I had typed that whole thing up and then I had also just like let it flow um, I let it flow, blah, 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 blah. I let it flow the way that, like, it was going to, so it was a lot, but, yeah, this episode, whoo, I don't know, it's, it's just a topic I really want to talk about, so what happens, like, when you start 
growing and healing and focusing on yourself what happens well when you're going through that process you you know become self-aware and you experience an awakening and basically what happens um when you become aware and experience an awakening is that you start being able to not only become aware of yourself but aware aware of like perspectives and things like that in others so more often than not you'll start to notice like when a friend isn't being supportive um when they're not listening to you you'll notice when a friend is has like self-limiting beliefs that they project onto others it's not just like their thing it's it's something that they project that's a good way to put it you start to notice a lot of projections a lot of things like that Um, And it can make it really hard to want to continue those friendships. And so I think it's important to ask yourself, you know, can I just accept them for who they are? And does this friendship still make me comfortable, support me, allow me to grow, allow me to be authentic? And if, you know, the answers to all of those questions are yes, like it helps me grow. It's a supportive friendship. I can still accept them as they are. They're not bringing me down. I'm not letting that happen yes, I think that that's something that you can work with and you can keep in your life. And, you know, maybe you just might need to distance yourself from them in certain ways at certain times or control the things that you talk about with them. But, you know, because I think each friendship should be different. Like, yes, it's nice to have friends that see you for who you are and your authentic self and who you can, like, literally just do anything and say anything with. Like, those are the true best friendships. True good love is that, in my opinion. Like, you don't even think twice about how you approach them and say things to them. Like, it's just so natural. And that's me and my best friend, Stacy, for sure. But, like, I do think it's okay, too, to have friendships that, like, still support you, help you grow. But there's also, like, they serve their purpose, you know? Not every friend is meant to do everything with us and to be everything for us. And that's kind of, like, what, you know psychologists and counselors talk about with romantic relationships a lot it's like your partner doesn't need to provide everything for you be everything for you and that's not to say physical things I mean like your partner doesn't need to be the person you have deep conversations about x y and z with um talk about your work with talk about your fit like everything with you know doesn't need to be the person that you do every single one of your hobbies and activities with it's like no you can have multiple multiple people in your life that serve these purposes and bring out these sides of you and that you connect with them through so I think what's important when you're growing and when you're on your healing journey and becoming more aware and really recognizing things in other people because that's what happens when we start to recognize things in ourselves, we start to recognize things in other people right so I think when you're going through that process if you notice you're starting to get frustrated with people and friendships in your life and questioning their purpose which is all normal and that is totally healthy it is normal I urge you to really just ask yourself, okay, what is their role? What is their purpose kind of in my life? And it's not to say you're using people. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that, you know, each relationship serves its purpose 100%, right? It's no different than family versus romantic versus friendship. Like everything serves its purpose. And it's like, okay, is this a friend that I can just like go out with, have fun with, it's great, it's wonderful, but, you know, we don't really do much else together, like, this is, like, my fun friend, like, you know, I know it might sound horrible, there's probably a better way I can say it, but it's, like, you know, some people you can just go out, let loose, have fun with, they bring out the more free side of you, the more wild side of you, whatever, and then you have friends who you can have those deep conversations with, and, like, even some friends you can't have all the deep conversations with, like, I know me, I, 
you know, have certain people that I talk about, you know, science and theoretical stuff with and all of those deep conversations about what is life and where we headed and things. And then there's other friends who I talk about like deep conversations in regards to love and romance and things like that. And um, other friends who I have deep conversations about astrology with and my past, like the way we grew up or money or things like each friend is someone who I can have different conversations with and I think that that's okay you know I think it's important when you're going through your healing journey to realize not everyone is going to see you and completely understand you 100% and this applies to both friendships and romantic relationships and even family like I think a huge part of growth and self-awareness is realizing that like we are the only ones who will ever truly understand ourselves like nobody is you right and you might want so badly for someone to understand you but at the end of the day that's your job that's nobody else's job and so you need to ask yourself like okay what friendships are helping me you know come more into my authentic self what friendships are helping me grow and like this one helps me explore this part of me this one helps me explore this part of me and it's almost like when you can think about it like that you realize you know things can be more connected more fluid you feel more connected with your friends you don't feel attached to like you're my best friend and that means you are my one and my everything (laughs) like I don't know it's just you take so much pressure off of other people and, and yourself and it becomes more of a connected fluid beautiful process and I just really hope that for all of you um I know like for me it has been so beautiful to just kind of realize the different parts that people can bring into my life so you know when you're growing it's important to realize that your friendships might change but sometimes certain friendships aren't going to withstand your growth and then that's kind of like what I was talking about earlier I just said that, you know, the best thing that you can do is kind of let go. And sometimes you do need to have a talk with someone and be like, hey, you know what? I don't think that you're treating me right. You're supporting my growth. I don't think that you're a good friend to me. Like, it's okay to say those things. It's okay to have those conversations when they come up or if you want to bring them up. Like, you can give people a chance. And I think when you do that, if they don't take it, then that's your answer and you need to just kind of let go and realize that, you know, with each rejection or each, I don't want to say failed friendship, but lost friendship, it's just leading you to more authentic, more supportive ones. And that's the best advice I can offer you is like, it's like that with everything, man. It's like that with jobs. It's like that romantically when you're dating, like each failed experience or each rejection just leads you to something more suited for yourself. And if you can continue to think about it like that, you know, these losses per se won't take a hold of you. They won't take up so much space in your mind and your heart, etc, etc. And... I think that's all I have to say about that. Now, what about gaining new friendships during your healing journey? This is like, 
so exciting, so much fun because it's like, you know, during your healing journey and when you become self-aware and things like that, nine times out of 10, you're discovering yourself and you're changing and growing and it's like you're becoming a whole different person or like meeting yourself kind of for the first time. That's the period of life I'm in personally is like so much self-discovery. It's so much fun. And so gaining new friendships allows you to explore these parts of yourselves that maybe you haven't had with your other friends or your friends in the past because, you know, you just haven't you haven't explored that part of yourself, right? So like these friendships allow you to do that. And this can be so much fun. And it's really important, um, I think, to still have your boundaries of, you know, what you want and what you don't want. But, you know, again, you kind of can't put life in a box. Like you just never know where you're going to meet people and who you're going to meet where and like who you're going to connect with through what like you can have my best one of my best friends um Scott and I have been friends for over 10 years and (laughs) how we became friends and I know this is not even related to gaining new friendships during your healing journey he's a friendship that's withstanded my growth in the test of time I love him so much but we became friends because we were sitting I was like sixth grade or something and we were like sitting next to each other and he was talking about Charlie the Unicorn with somebody and I was like oh my god are you talking about Charlie the Unicorn and for those that don't know Charlie the Unicorn was this like really one of the OG like famous like OG YouTube videos (laughs) and it's just so funny but that's how we became friends but honestly it's like that even like now like I just like it's so funny because there's all these new parts of myself that I'm open to and I talk about and I'm just like more open and vulnerable than I used to be and it's just like interesting how I've connected with people even at my job and through work and things like that um when you talk about those parts of yourself you know so like I don't know when we're going through our healing journeys and becoming self-aware sometimes a lot of shame and guilt can come up like even though you're learning how to become more compassionate and empathetic like a lot of shame and guilt can come up because you realize you know certain things that you may have done not wrong but just like that things you have done that didn't serve you and didn't serve the people in your life and everything like that and like you can have a lot of shame and guilt and then you can not want to share parts of yourself and kind of you know, it can, it can, there's a dichotomy there for sure with healing and awareness. There is a dichotomy. So all I have to say is like, don't be afraid to be yourself and open up because, you know, you want friends who, you know, are in alignment with who you are now, your authentic self, who you're becoming, like you want people who are in alignment with that. So it's important to uphold your boundaries, but also just like be open to whatever you may have and know that friendships don't need to be in a box. They can be whatever you want them to be um, and whatever they naturally are. Like, like I talked about in my previous episodes, like attachment versus connection. You just got to be open. You just got to be fluid and you got to know that if a friendship doesn't withstand your growth, if you no longer connect with certain people in certain ways, it's okay. It's perfectly normal. It's perfectly fine. Being in your 20s sucks ass because of that, but at the same time, it's beautiful because the connections I have with people now are so much deeper, so much more authentic, but even the light ones I have, you know, I know they serve their purpose, so it's all good, man. I think that's pretty much all I have to say, and it just feels so good to be back, back on the pod, (laughs) sound like body, back on the pod with the fam. Wham bam fam. 
Um, if you want to connect with me, feel free on Instagram at the.sacredspace. There I have my healing and wellness community. It's a pretty good time. I've been putting up some posts, informing you guys of stuff. And if you have a topic that you want to talk about on the podcast, you can fill out my podcast form. That's at my link tree. I will put the link in the description. And last but not least, if you want to support my podcast because, you know, it does take a lot of time to edit and record these, you can. Um, you can go to the anchor page and there's a support button and you can choose what amount you would like to support for the podcast each month. I don't expect people to contribute money, but, you know, it's an option and I would really appreciate anyone's support um, for it. So without further ado, do. I think I'm going to peace out and wish you all a lovely weekend and start to your week. Adios amigos. And remember, each new season is a chance for you to let go. Each new season is an opportunity for you to set new intentions Use what you learned in the previous season to usher you into this new wave of your growth. I believe in you, I'm here for you, and I'm holding space for you. Remember to let yourself rest and let yourself be. You are an ever-evolving being. Namaste. Namaste.